For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dude, big week. Big is an understatement. We are here. Big week. We are here. We're ready. I'm great, by the way. I'm glad. Um, I just had a weird incident. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where I was, you know, getting ready for uh this, you know, our talk right now. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday morning. You know, we got a big week tomorrow. I was listening to some singles, um, putting on, you know, a couple records from from last week. Putting on the hits. Uh, Yeah, well, the number one record I put on from last week when I had my Bluetooth speaker Mm -hmm. right by me where I was doing some work, but I couldn't remember where I put my phone. Ooh, the worst. For like two hours. So I I just, the playlist, you know, it it ended and then the record ended and then the the songs just kept coming. Yeah. I heard some great songs. I don't know what they were uh, because, you know, it's just random stuff and I Mm -hmm. couldn't find my phone. Luckily, I found it and here we are. But yeah, I, I put some fucking, it was so stupid. I put a bunch of laundry on top of my phone. Oh, I do that so once in a while That'll too. get you. Like you're busy, but you have to get like the laundry out of the basket at least. Like I put mine on my bed. So I'm like, all right, I got to fold mm-hmm. this before I go to sleep. Right. Yep. And like, sometimes you just toss the laundry out there and you don't know what's underneath. Like I've tossed laundry exactly. out and I've buried the cat. It happens. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, I found it. Here I am. All's well. And uh, I'm really excited, man, for this week. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we've had a couple slow ones. The past few have been mm-hmm. quite slow. Um, but yeah, this is, we've got a few, I don't know what the number one will be because there's several picks, I, but I have uh, a feeling some we'll people are going to be very mad at me this week and that's okay. Oh boy. Cause okay. we can't, yeah, we can't make probably. everybody happy, right? No, uh, no, almost never. Almost never. You know, I'm full of energy this week. I am ready. This is the first big week that we have really had all year. But before that, you ready for some news? Absolutely. Yeah, let's get into the new news. Let's hit it. Hell yeah. You want to start tours? You want to start news? Where are we at? I kind of I kind of like the news. Okay. Hit me with the news and then and then people can buy the tickets for the tours. Uh, some interesting news, maybe not as much for our listeners, maybe kind of a warning for our listeners because there is definitely something you can do if you reach out to your local congress people. Uh, hopefully. Mm. But there's currently a proposal within the United States to increase the cost of temporary work visas, aka touring visas for all your inter- favorite international bands mm-hmm. by up to 250%. Yeah. Um, so I know you're pretty familiar with this, but this pretty much brings it up to what, like three grand a visa per band member? Well, it depends. And there's a lot of moving parts. It's already really expensive. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think this, and don't get me wrong, like, I think this is shining a very important light on a very important subject for international artists such as myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you are a smaller band and you, you want to go to the US and break try to break into the market, which literally everybody does, yep. um, this can really make it impossible. Um, you know, and, and I think that, other countries, uh, whether it's Canada or the UK or, or Europe or, or wherever, they really need to be working on this. I mean, in Canada, for example, mm-hmm. we have government government programs that actually give artists money yeah. to do things like record, um, you know, but yet this is something that like, for some reason we can't figure out. So I don't know. I, I think mm-hmm. there's got to be some better systems put in place. Hopefully this just, you know, really, really puts a spotlight on it. And now we can figure out like, oh, maybe there's a visa we can get that, you know, is just like, hey, if, yeah, if like a smaller artist wants to come over and play a show for a like weekend. That, right? Yeah. Maybe there's something we can do that's better because it's been, the system has been kind of broken for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's been not great. The, for the 20 years that I've been doing it, yep. getting, you know, I've had, I've had a U.S. visa for 20 years now yep. and uh, it's never easy and it's never good and it's very confusing and this is just making it worse. So ho- hopefully, yeah, hopefully this, this does something. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. If, if people can find the right, you know, places to contact and, you know, cause Hey, this it less and less international bands will be touring America because of this. Yeah, it's a huge impact. So, I mean, obviously, make sure you go support international bands as much as you can. Pre-order records, buy merch, because uh, at the end of the day, it's really hard to make money touring nowadays, um, especially for smaller artists. So, uh, sure is. Next news item: We had the Grammys. The Grammys. Yeah, kind of interesting. Kind of not. Um, I know everybody always feels like they're a bit of a sham. I mean, obviously, Turnstile, unfortunately, losing out. Um, you even have uh, like alt-press going and not reporting at all on Turnstile or even any of the other alternative bands, really. 
Um, interesting. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Like they posted some content and they're like Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo. Hmm. And I'm like, you know, turnstiles right over there. Like spirit box went to the Grammys. Ghost is around. Like what's going on guys. That is quite, quite strange. You know, I really didn't pay any attention to the Grammys this year, but I, I, it's really great that some of the artists from our scene were, were, you know, there and, and Mm -hmm. making an appearance and, um, it's too bad that none of them won, I guess, but, well, you I mean, know, like Ozzy um, won, right? I, who did? Ozzy. That's about it. Oh, Ozzy yeah. won. Oh, that's nice. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think sometimes these, you know, the metal, the metal category has always kind of been oh, like a, a bit wash. of a, hundred percent, a bit of a joke. Like when, I don't know. I remember it was, it's probably 10 years ago now, but like, I remember Motorhead one for like a live recording of like a song from Mm -hmm. the seventies. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like there's actual awesome bands putting out really legitimate records and you're going to give it to a a band like that, that like, you know, the singer's not even alive anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I, Hey, but, uh, regardless, um, yeah. So what's the news? What's the Grammy news? Uh, yeah, that? that was just that the Grammys happened and like, I don't know. Yeah, they happened. People are pretty mad about it. So, Every year, Evans. Mm, okay. Ready for some tours? Tour me up. Uh, so some good friends of yours uh, obviously have toured with two of these bands lately. Uh, the Plot and You have announced a headliner, the Watch the Divide Tour, mm-hmm. with Holding Absence, Thornhill, and Banks Arcade. What a stacked lineup. Great. Great. Great to see them uh, just continue to grow. I mean, such a good band. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, great support bands too. Yep. Super excited about that. Going to be a sick tour. I uh, don't think I'm going to be able to make it just because of the timing wise, but there's a Grand Rapids date. So if I'm still around, I will definitely be going to that. Nice. Uh, we also got the rescheduled tour from Electric Callboy. No clue who's they're going to be bringing out as support yet, uh, but the North American dates are announced. Um, Good that they're back at it. It was a little bit of a scary health issue, right? With yeah. the singer's hearing was affected or something yep. like that, is that, if I recall. Yep. So that all seems to be good. Yeah. Um, I'm a little peeved because they did have a Grand Rapids date on the Attack Attack tour. And now like the closest is Chicago, which is like only an hour and a half more. And like, I'll try and figure it out, but still a little annoying. It's a little far. A little far. Um, Next up, the big, big tour with the big, big venues. Uh, Disturbed, bringing out Breaking Benjamin and Ginger. Uh, Mm. Frontman David Draymond saying this is going to be... uh, fewer and fewer between occurrence disturbed going out on these big tours. Um, kind of interesting. I don't know. Disturbs fun. Yeah. Like, how big are we talking? Are they like, are, are this just a summer tour? Or are they doing sheds? Yeah, it's or? like Pine Knob and places like that. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Well, if you're a fan of that sort of metal, then get in there. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, then we've got this amazing heavy tour. Uh, opening up this tour, we've got Entheos and Signs of the Swarm. Direct support, Arch Spire, and then headlining, you've got Whitechapel playing the Valley in full. Wow. What a tour. Yeah. This, um, I mean, Whitechapel's always great live, and uh, Arch Spire, that's a I know. awesome band from Western Canada that uh, I don't hear about them playing that many shows. They have a lot of like small venues themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're, they're a great band. It's great to see them uh, getting that direct support slot on a, on a big, big tour. For sure. Um, kind of interesting too, because they're just, when I think of heavy bands, like in the death core or tech death scene, like right, you know, that extreme metal, right. Archspire and Whitechapel are almost on the exact extremes of each other for me. Yeah. Where like they're both heavy as hell, but Whitechapel just 
very kind of slow, melodic, like building band. And our spire is just there constantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tacky. Tacky, tacky. Uh, and then the perfect tour for us. We've got Hunt the Dinosaur opening up with Aether Realm, direct support from Min Fairy, and headlining Necrogoblicon. <laughs> this is the Goblin Mode tour. The tour poster is beautiful. Probably one of the favorites I've seen all year. Uh, I'm stoked for this tour. I'm going to try and make it if I can. I did see that. Yeah, it looks like an extensive tour, lots of dates. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're playing Toronto at the Velvet Underground. So uh, if you're in Toronto, make sure you go see Necrogoblicon. Oh yeah, band's fun. That's all the tours I got for this week though. Sweet. I don't think anything else got announced last week. Uh, I might be missing something, but... That's okay. You know, is what it is. We're not perfect. That's okay. And speaking of not being perfect, last week I messed up. Because oh, uh, on Facebook, in her profile, Ellie Golding said the record was coming out last week. Uh, but a couple of other places, it says March. And turns out March was correct. So, strange. we missed it. Well, That's kind of a we, strange oversight yeah. on her part. But we, hmm, okay. we shot a little soon. I know, for like a big artist like that, you'd think you'd cover the bases a little bit better. But it's, mm, yeah, it's what it is. You, you would. You would, but hey, whatever. We'll be ready for it next month. Exactly. Well, I've already talked about it. Talk about it again. Exactly. Maybe there's another single. Be good. Um, yeah. That'll be fun. Um, let's talk about that number one from last week, though. Yes. Cascade. Meliorist. I had already heard this. Yes. Coming in last week. I was pretty hype on it. I'm still pretty hype on it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm also hyped on it. Um, I like I like this band. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, different in all the ways that I kind of like personally. Um, I, I really like the guitar playing. I think throughout this record, the guitar player or whatever his name is, he, he really he really shines mm-hmm. um, with very tasteful technical playing. Yep, where you can tell the guy really knows what he's doing, but you know it isn't. Uh, you know it isn't it, like over the top, like wanking. Sake. It's no, it's really, he plays to the song and there, and speaking to the songs, there's some really great ones. Um, you know, this being a debut, is it, it is a debut record, right? From this uh, band. I want to say it's um, their second, but let me check real okay. quick for us. Well, then being an emerging artist, regardless, um, I love that there is some room yeah, too second. for this band to get even better. Um, I think, you know, I think some of the lyrics maybe, mm-hmm. um, I thought some of the subject matter was, was, was really good. Like I really like the song kind of dealing with mental health and talking about the stigma around like, you know, prescription drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that song, but I did think that the lyrics maybe at times were a little cheesy. Oh yeah. But that's a minor gripe because the singers singer or singer, is it the same guy? Is it two, two singers? Uh, I'm not sure off the top of my head actually, but the vocals are great on this thing. Uh, the clean vocals, especially really, really, really solid. And, uh, yeah, this is a great a great new artist that people should be uh, should be checking out. Mm-hmm. That's my take. That's my review. Yeah, I really agree. Um, to kind of add on with the guitarist, like I think his tone is one of the best in the post hardcore scene that I've heard in a long time. It's very fresh. Uh, yeah, and I think this band is very very good at writing songs that really grab the ear and kind of don't let go. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with the cheesiness. There are some songs on here that are a little like, okay, guys. Um, but they're fun, right? They're catchy. It's a good time. Yep. Yeah, and it, and it, and it also kind of makes the band a little more real. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what it is. They're like, it seems like they're being, it's like, it makes the band feel honest. Yeah. 
Which like I this love. this music feels honest. It doesn't feel like they're trying to step out of a place that they're not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, which which I really respect. So yeah, overall this is a this is a great a great record from a, a largely unknown band for now. For sure. Uh, and then what did you think about Homicidal Ecstasy by Sanguisugabog? Uh yeah, so this this record, um what you know, honestly, I don't know. It's not my favorite record. Um I know yeah. you were pretty hyped on it last week. For me, I think it was like just okay. Um you know, I, again, I didn't go and read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I should have. I did not. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think, Mike? Yeah, I thought kind of similar. Like, song's pretty good. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of the same for the whole album, right? So, like, if you listen mm-hmm. to death metal and that's all you listen to, you're like, man, this album is great, probably. But I don't know. It sounds very same, same to me. Like, it's sludgy, it's heavy, it's dirty, it's great. But... Is it anything besides like good? Not really. It's just kind of yep. there. Yeah, that was also that was also my opinion too. So, yeah. um, then we also had some EPs that I want to get into. Uh, mm-hmm. This EP, Kronos by Osaya. We only had one single from it. Uh, this band's awesome, and this EP was awesome, and I was really pleasantly surprised by it. I think it's a early contender for the like top ten EP of the year list. I think so too. I, I really think it could be, it could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of this kind of band kind of came out of nowhere and is really, really impressed me. So again, looking forward to a full length record, uh, whenever they're going to get around to that, hopefully sooner than later. For sure. Um, and then I listened to that, uh, Zebrahead EP. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Zebrahead, I, I gotta listen to that, but I haven't listened to that band in many years. Yeah. I gotta get back on that train. Um, the second song, there is a straight rip from uh, Fat Lip by Sum 41, which was very <laughs> obvious. Uh, okay. I, kind of like, um, you remember that band? No, not the riff. It was like lyrically. Oh. Or what's the line? It's like, right, that pre chorus is the exact same pre chorus, which I think is kind of more paying homage. Than anything okay right yeah but, it could be uh it, it definitely got my attention because i was listening to the record and i'm like ah this song's pretty good this song's pretty good what the hell is that <laughs> and i had to go right. back a few times right <laughs> uh, but it was pretty good. well that was like the depeche mode the depeche mode uh riff from last week yeah. that i was like with the ellie golden golding song mm-hmm. that really threw me off and then i had depeche mode in my head all week but hey that's okay hey that's okay they've got a new album coming out soon um, one other thing I want to talk about from this week though, and I don't know if you checked it out or not, uh, but this album from the winery dogs, Mike Portnoy's band. I did not. I did not. It's, it's, uh, remind people again of who's in this band. Yeah. So this is Mike Portnoy and I don't even remember who else, honestly. Billy, uh, Billy Gibbons, uh, Richie Coatson, Billy Sheehan, Billy Sheehan, I'll be okay. And Mike Portnoy. Mike Portnoy, yeah, but Billy Sheehan, not Mike, not yeah. Billy Gibbons. <laughs> this band rips though. Like they've got this really, Sick. really awesome, fresh sound that, like, really. How do I want to describe it? Like, I don't mean to like throw digs at Greta Van Fleet, but like they've captured that classic sound in a very similar way that Greta Van Fleet does, but they have put their own spin on it in a way that Greta Van Fleet really has not. And Mm. I kind of enjoy it because I don't know, it sounds very retro. Like if you told me this came out in the eighties, I would say, yep. But 
it's fresh, it's well produced, it's well written. Like the lyrics are, they are what they are, right? Kind of very similar to a lot of that 80s music, but they're fun, they're catchy. Like that first track, Xanadu, is hilarious. And I don't know, it's just a fun album. Really took me by surprise because I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah, well, let's definitely, uh, yeah, let's shed some light on it. That's what we're here to do. So that's really great. Yeah, it was more than a Mike Portnoy drum class, which <laughs> impressed me. All right. Ready to get into this week, though? Actually, is there anything else we need Yes, about? yes, I, I sure am, man. It's a big week. We've kept people waiting a little too long, maybe, but we're going to get into it right now. Mm. How many you got? Uh, one thing, did you listen to the Thrice Reimagined album? No, I, I, it's on my list. It's on my list. I am excited about it. I got to get okay. into that. Yeah, I saw that they have a, a tour uh, as well. Yeah. With Holy Fawn opening. Uh, yeah, which I know you're excited about that. I'm sure you love you love Holy Fawn. I do love Holy Fawn. I probably won't be able to make this one, but it is what it is. All good. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't listen to that, but I will. Uh, and I will I will report back. But for this week, yeah, we, how many we got, Mike? What's the list? I got seven on the list. You ready to get into it? Top seven. I sure am, man. Can't wait. All right. Just as it goes with every week, this is just how excited I am for stuff. I'm sure everybody has their list in their own order. Um, let's let's get into it. All right. Uh, number seven. Coming in at number seven, Waybridge, United Kingdom's own Yumi at Six with their new record, Truth Decay. I'm going to be fully honest. I put this on here because I know that everybody really likes Yumi at Six. This is a band I have never been able to get into. Well, uh, I don't know, man. This is, these singles are pretty good. Um, the only thing that kind of threw me off, we were talking about ripoffs, was mm-hmm. the like obvious Red Hot Chili Peppers riff. Yeah. Um, can't Stop, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, just a dun, different dun, dun, rhythm. Dun, 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 dun. That one? Is it? Is it? Can't, I don't know. It, it's a Red Hot Chili Peppers riff. It's okay mm-hmm. uh, because the rest of the song is really good. And uh, I actually really like these singles. I really like the energy of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what you mean. I think, uh, you, me at six has always, they've never really emerged on this side of the pond mm-hmm. as like a, as big an artist as they are in the UK, obviously. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, and that's fine. Uh, but I, I still think the band is like definitely worthy of, of checking out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I think these songs are, are really, really actually really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're bad songs or anything like that. Right. It's just, it's very standard pop rock. And, I don't find anything wrong with them, but I don't find anything that makes me say, oh, I'm a Yumi at Six fan or, oh, I want to listen to this record again, right? So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to listen to the album still. So, who knows? Yeah, listen to the album. I hope to be pleasantly proven wrong and become a new fan. I have a feeling you might really like it. We'll see. Uh, You ready for the number six, though? Let's get into number six. All right, and this is where I think we're really going to start surprising people. Uh, number six, coming out of San Diego, California, we've got the new record, The Jaws of Life by Pierce the Veil. Oh yeah, that's a very low, uh, that's very low, Mike. Yeah. That's this, uh, this, this, yeah, people may be, may be angry at your list. And okay. uh, before people don't at me because I don't make the list, um, and I will ask you, Mike, what are you thinking? This is a really, really big artist that never puts out records. Mm-hmm. This is their first record in seven years following up a really good record, maybe their best record, mm-hmm. in my opinion, Misadventures. Uh, so yes, please tell me why this is at number six. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Misadventures is one of the better records that I've heard from this band, or the best record I've heard from this band, one of the better records I've ever heard, honestly. And <laughs> I feel like 
Because we base all of this on the singles, right? And just what I have heard throughout the months leading up to these albums coming out today, or well, not today, for the listeners today. Um, I don't know. These singles just haven't grabbed me. Mm. I think that they are missing everything that I really loved about Pierce the Veil. Because I, at the end of the day, Pierce the Veil is Vic's voice, his songwriting, all of that. But they're missing that like spunk, the energy, the fast riffs. It's a lot slower of a record. It is. And well, so far, so it, you far. haven't heard the record, yeah, right? I you heard just the heard the three songs? Um, so just these three songs, but mm-hmm. like just based off of these, I'm excited for everything else a little bit more this week. And I'm that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say this about the songs. Um, I think the first single that got released, Past the Nirvana. Nirvana um, this song, I mean, you got to you got to remember, like this is a band that hasn't put out any new music mm-hmm. in a very long time, like seven years. It's going to be polarizing one way or the other. Um, I respected that they put out something very different. Agreed. Um, it, it, it was much slower, grungier. Uh, had some very 90s. I mean, obviously, Pastor Nirvana has got to be like a working title that they just kept because mm-hmm. it almost sound, it does sound like something from the 90s. Um, and I'll admit that the song didn't grab me right away and kind of did kind of grow on me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other single sort of followed suit. But I, I know what you mean. Like, I do what I like about Pierce the Veil is I like that they do fast, fast. Um, punk parts here yeah. and there. I like the thrashiness of it. I like the energy of it. And this is different. However, I don't know if it's bad. I just don't know if it's, if it's just because it's pierced the veil that it's, I'm not ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, or if when we hear the record, it works. these songs will fall into a yeah. certain place and these are just the singles and they're slow because for a reason. And then we're going to get the more thrashy, you know, energetic pierce the veil on the rest of the songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's what I'm hoping. We will find out tomorrow. Like my favorite Pierce the Veil song, Floral and Fading, was not a single. So I'm really interested to hear what happens with this. I think a lot of people are going to love this record. I'm hoping I love this record too. But like from a high perspective, this is where we're at. Yeah. I don't know. I think Vic's voice sounds really great in these singles. He does sound great. And I like the production. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I welcome it. Um, and I'm I'm very curious uh, to see what this record will be, and I'm trying to keep a very open mind uh, because, like, oh, I same. really did love Misadventures, and this this record I don't think is going to be anywhere n- close to to it in terms of what it's trying to be. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But obviously, we'll talk about it next week. I am sure, if not we a little sure bit before will. between the two of us. Um, we sure will. All right. Well, that's uh, Pierce the Veil at number six, number five. All right, number five, we're going to one of my favorite places for metal in the entire world. Yes, that's right, Gothenburg, Sweden. We have the new record, Foregone by In Flames. We got five singles off of this. And, you know, I'm excited and I'm not. It's kind of weird (sighs) because these first two singles, State of Slow Decay and The Great Deceiver, and then the last single, Meet Your Maker, absolutely awesome. I think those are great. We're kind of returning to the classic In Flames sound. But then like Foregone Part 1 and Foregone Part 2 are like really very boring to me and don't keep my attention very much. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how all of this fits together in the record. I think there's this is going to be the best in Flames record in a long time. So I'm very excited for that. But I'm interested to see where we kind of fit, right? Well, I'm... I'll tell you, man, I'm excited for a new At The Gates record. 
at the gates. <laughs> yeah, because that first uh, was it the first single? I'm I'm so bad. I don't write down. Uh, Status low decay. I think that's the song. It is blinded by fear by at the gates. It is the same song, mm-hmm. and I have no problem with this because at the gates, slaughter of the soul is my favorite metal record of all time. Also from Gothenburg, Sweden. Yeah. It's not like in flames doesn't know this record exists. Um, but you know what? I'm not here to call them out for anything bad. I'm here to call them out on let's fucking go. Cause I love mm-hmm. these singles. I don't agree with you at all on any boringness. Um, to me, these are like right exactly what I want from in flames and I'm super, super excited for this record. And I'm, I'm shocked that it's down here at number five, too. I thought this might be a number one uh, for you as well this week. Yeah. But hey, uh, we'll see how the whole record shakes out. But dude, I am excited. As excited for this as I have been for for any, you know, um, uh, the Scandinavian metal record in a long time. Yeah, I definitely don't think it helps that uh, earlier this week, like I think Monday or maybe Sunday even. I don't remember the day exactly, but I listened to Jester Race and Clayman. So mm-hmm. kind of putting it in perspective a little bit too. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was just super. I think up. I might like this record more. I like the singles more, more maybe. Mm. I know it's crazy. I know it's a hot take, but we'll I'm, see how it goes. We will see. But hey, uh, classic band in flames yep. at number five. Uh, number four coming in with a kind of newer band that I don't think a lot of people um, are familiar with. I've talked about them quite a bit on the show because they have my absolute favorite band name ever. Uh, we've got the new EP dream worlds by flub. I'm very excited because this is paired with their original EP as a remaster as well, uh, which is called purpose advent. Okay. Um, these guys are masterminds. They're very, very technical and all they do is write bangers. And I think all of these songs are going to rip. So I'm very excited for this EP. Yeah, they have a different kind of sound. Mm-hmm. They're they're like a little more distinctive when you talk about like, I don't know, what, what would you even call them? Uh, progressive like, death metal, technical death metal. I don't know. It sounds okay. like power arch spire to me, like power metal, but arch spire. Yeah, exactly. And, but they have a different sound, like they're distinctive. Mm-hmm. And I always like that because sometimes with another band that's going to be on this list, I'm sure sometimes it starts to bleed together. And I'm like, is this this band or this band? Yep. You know, and we're they're they're using the same tricks. They're using the same producers. They're probably using the same, um, you know, preset guitar tones and stuff like that. And it starts to get very similar. But this band doesn't do that. And I do respect the that they have quite kind of a different different sort of sound mm-hmm. um, in the genre. Oh yeah, um, I think they're great. I love the band name. It's so fun to say like Flub. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I was kind of describing this to somebody earlier too. Cause like when I first found the band, I saw like a band shirt that said flub on it. And I'm like, Oh, that's a tech death band. Like I just knew. Right. It works. Interesting. Okay. These guys are cool though. Uh, number three coming out of Franklin, Tennessee, new record. This is why by Paramore. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I love about this is that Paramore haven't lost their flair for fun and quirky songwriting and instrumentation um they could have very easily wrote a song or like written a song that came off the same as all three of these singles with a lot simpler instrumentation less layering in the production uh and it would have gone over just as well uh but they kind of whole assed it and these songs are awesome (laughs) they whole assed it i like that uh yeah i I mean i i like it too i think that 
you know, this is obviously another long-awaited record. Like this is their first Paramore record in mm-hmm. six years, I think, something like that. Yeah, and like that. Paramore isn't a, isn't a band that puts out records all the time. Um, but I do like that they're kind of incorporating some kind of more guitar-based stuff in here. It's not as pop, mm-hmm. like straight pop, as it was maybe on the last album, as after laughter. Yeah, yeah. A- and um, but I but I do like that they, like you said, they're still being themselves, and you can tell this is the music that they want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really respect that about them. I don't know if I'm totally on board with all of the singles yet, but I feel like I can see this record coming together. And if this is kind of a cross section of what this record could be, I think it's going to be really strong. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, just kind of thematically through the singles and with Paramore as a whole throughout time, uh, they've always been kind of a record band for me and it's like worked. Like obviously you have the absolute bangers like Misery Business, When It Rains, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like in later on in the career, it's been full records. And I don't know, I just feel like it's going to work. Always does. And I mean, it, it kind of always does. Like, it's an interesting band when you go back and you look at their records and maybe sometimes when they came out, you weren't sure about them, mm-hmm. but then you look back and you're like, oh yeah, like all their records are pretty good. So, or really good. So I think this will be no exception. Oh yeah. Ready for that number two? All right. Yeah. Well, we've already had the three big ones, I think, uh, already and we got two to go. So we'll see what they are. Yep. Uh, here we are. Number two. Yeah. So, uh, full transparency. Uh, this record is out today and I got the number one early. So I've heard everything this week. Okay. Uh, left. Um, number two, the new record, Let Her Burn by Rebecca Black. <laughs> nice. Uh, you guys, like you're probably listening and you're thinking oh, the Friday chick and you have never like listened to Rebecca Black in her adult career. And like, I'm going to be fully honest. I think that she is such a unique person and she's been in the limelight in a very negative way for so much of her life that she has kind of really channeled a unique and emotional like insight uh, into this music. And she's really found her own sound. And this record is absolutely incredible. Um, There's some interesting songs on here that are almost like rock at a point. I think it's just very, very cool and diverse record. Yeah, I agree with, I completely agree. Um, And I've been on the Rebecca Black train for a while now. Mm -hmm. We've been been sharing this together. It's been wonderful. Yeah, but I got to say, man, listening to these singles, I haven't heard the whole record yet and I will listen to it right after this, after we speak. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why she's not one of the biggest pop stars in the world. She should be. Yeah. It's that good. Like these songs are that good. Her voice is that good. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are that good. What's the song? It's there's no reason why. And I guess some people are still holding on to this Friday thing and not ta- maybe not taking her seriously or not giving her a chance or I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But they should. And you should because if you like pop music, this is probably going to be one of the best pop records of the year. Yeah, like. Um, that second single, Look At You, that more like acoustic and mellow one that kind of comes in halfway through with the almost pop punk part. Yep. Like that song, those lyrics just get me in the feels every single time. It is, I don't know. I feel like she just has an openness and genuineness to her that not a lot of pop artists have. And it's just so awesome. Yeah, man. hundred percent. It's, um, it's really, really great to see her, 
uh, you know, obviously working so hard at this craft and, and mm -hmm. just doing it at such a high level. And, um, you know, I, I see that people are really supportive of it. And, um, you know, I just, I just kind of wish it was a little bit more on the mainstream side. Like this should be on the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't even heard on the radio. Maybe it is, it should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, regardless, this is going to be a really special album. So, mm -hmm. uh, or is if it's out now. So I'm, uh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I think you're really going to really, yeah, really going to really, I think you're really going to enjoy it. All right. Well, um, we are going to get into the number one album after a word from our sponsor. And Mike, we have a very special sponsor, which this entire show, The New Noise, is brought to you by. They're called Open Your Ears Records, and we have covered a lot of their artists already, mm -hmm. um, such as House and Home, uh, Wild Truth, uh, Guardrail, uh, and more. There's so many great artists on this label that is emerging. Yep. And um, yeah, there's a new Guardrail single actually coming out, which I'm sure we're going to talk to you later, but we might. you're going to hear all about it right here in this message and Shout out to Open Your Ears Records, one of the best new indie labels out there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Yeah, that was great. Love hearing from the open your ears guys. It is nice, isn't it? it they're is. just they're just doing such really nice stuff. And like shout out to Adam just for all the attention he's putting on such great younger artists mm -hmm. and, and giving them a platform and, and it's it's beautiful. So Hell yeah. I'm all about it. I am too. I'm all about They're it. a little light on the death core, but you know, we'll be okay. Well, give them time. Give them time. <laughs> Let give them, them cook. <laughs> Yes, no, there's, there's, I don't think they have any death metal no, there's nothing core heavy. I bands don't think it's yet. Their vibe yet. We'll see. Not yet. No, but I think there's, there's could be a little room to pepper some, pepper some screaming, uh, in there. I think it oh, could work. Sure. All right. You ready for the number one? I am big week. And what could number one be? We're going to get into it right now. All right. I think we're going to have a bit of a differing opinion based on some of your earlier comments. Uh, but I mm. got this final record last night, Wednesday, and I spun it three times because I am absolutely blown away by the Netherlands' own Distant and their new record, Heritage. I think this is one of the coolest deathcore records that's going to come out this year. I think they're still embracing the kind of modern trend of having black and deathcore, but that they're following kind of away and making their own sound out of it. They're kind of adding some futuristic and glitchy elements uh, that you kind of get from the vibes of the album artwork as well. And there are some portions to this record that they are embracing some of the discordant elements of modern death metal and black metal, similar to Blutos Nord. And it is very, very fresh. Uh, I don't think these singles are as representative of this record um, as 
I don't, I don't know. The singles are like the heavy songs and they're good and they're consistent. But I think the rest of this record is where the band really comes into their own, finds their sound and makes this album what it is. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean, this band is, um, this band is really good. There, there's no question. The talent is there. These guys can play. Production is awesome. Um, and yeah, my comments earlier were sort of reflecting on, on distant in that I think that they are, this is one of the bands leading the new, mm-hmm. um, death core wave. They're doing it great, but I do think that a lot of this stuff does sound, um, like other, like other records that have come out. Oh, for sure. But that's not a, that's not necessarily a bad thing because mm-hmm. some of the death core records that have come out in the last, let's say year, year and a half have been some of the best death core records of all time. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that I thought the song, um, the single with like all those artists is super interesting too. Yep. That's something no one really is really doing. Yeah. They've got, um, it's so the single Argent justice. It's got, uh, I think 13 artists total from bands like suicide silence, Amur, Abbey falls, Acranius, angel maker, body snatcher, cabal, Carcosa, crown magnetar, pale face, 10, five, six and worm shepherd. Yeah. Which, if you haven't heard the song, I highly recommend watching the video. It helps a little bit to figure out who's who. But yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit. It's it's actually funny because I heard the song, mm-hmm. um, and I had a couple of, like I had an idea of like who was who, and then when I watched the video, I was like, oh wow, I'm so wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was way off. Yeah. Uh, but but no, it's it is a really cool track, and and kudos to them for doing that. And uh, yeah, this I'm I'm I will listen to this record, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe it'll grab me in a different way because some of the ambient stuff they do is cool. It's a little different from like the way Lorna Shore does it. Yep. Um, and in a way, it's like maybe a little more. I don't know. <laughs> scaled back. A almost. little less. What's it's that? Scaled back. I think scaled back. Yeah. It's a little more, maybe a little more tasteful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to, I'm not less throwing shade, shade at Lorna Shore. That's for sure. But it's a little less grandiose. Exactly. And, um, and I respect that as well. So, um, damn dude, distant is number one. Yep. Did not see that coming. Hey, subverting expectations. Just yes. No. And I love this record. we're going to see, Next week, we're going to have a lot to talk about. I think it's going to be a long, long episode. Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Especially because we've got a record that I am going to talk for so long about next week. Mm, Okay. Well, don't miss next week. Love it. I think you are too. It's going to be good. Well, I I do go on my tangents sometimes. Oh, for sure. Uh, You ready for some honorable mentions though? I am. All right. Um, so first up, we've got three other albums that I just kind of want to touch on real quick. Um, there's another Deathcore record coming out by a band called Honest Crooks. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, wasn't I'm not familiar enough with the band, but I checked out a couple of the songs and I thought they were pretty good. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, Symphonic Meddlers Delane also have a new record coming out. Okay. Uh, as well as The Academic, which is kind of like an indie pop band, indie rock band, whatever you want to kind of call them. They fit in that like Imagine Dragons almost area, uh, but they're pretty fun. Make sure you check that out. Okay. Uh, as far as new singles, we've got an interesting one, uh, kind of controversial, depending on where you're at, uh, but Static X covering Nine Inch Nails. Um, I know a lot of people mm. aren't for Static X being back together without Wayne Static. Some people are. Um, it's interesting. What song is it? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Let me look. Um, I I am curious. I'm pulling it up. 
This is <laughs> a terrible lie. Oh wow, that's cool. That's that's um yeah. That's one of my favorite Nine Inch Nails songs. That's uh, from Pretty Hate Machine, track two, and uh, could be cool. That's like yep. that's got the big like dun dun you know like part in it, mm-hmm. which uh, which could be cool. I I will definitely uh, give that a little spin. Yep. And uh, one of the interesting things is they've been taking like old vocal recordings of Wayne's. So this was like an old cover that he had done or something oh, along those lines. Okay. And they're doing a full band now. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, and then as far as regular singles go, uh, we got an interesting one. I haven't been talking about Buried Alive with the singles as much. Um, they've been kind of featuring some like kind of random people, I guess, to me. I'm sure that they have their own like niche fandom, but I don't really know who they are. Um, we got a new song from Buried Alive featuring I Set My Friends on Fire. Interesting. This song's a banger. I love it. It is. Yeah, that's not something you'd, I don't know. I wouldn't see those bands aligning, it, but that's it's cool. It's very 2010 and I think it's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the other song's got a feature on it. Let's just go there. Uh, new Magnolia Park song featuring Ethan Ross. I don't know who Ethan Ross is, but you know, Magnolia Park's cool. Okay. Yeah, they are. Um, we got a new song from Enter Shikari today. That was a banger. Do you have a chance to listen to it yet? Sick. I did not. Oh, no, darn. I did not. Um, it's called It Hurts. But it's yeah, fun. I mean, we they don't miss. So yeah. it's a must check out. Very excited for that record. Um, your boys in Unity, Texas put out a new song. It's a banger. Nice. Love it. Great band. Uh, just kind of staying in the realm. Judiciary, another new single off of their upcoming record. These guys just go hard. It's awesome. Um, Love it. We kind of talked about it a bit earlier with the Open Your Ear stuff. There's a new Guardrail song. Yes, we did. I've heard this song. It's absolutely awesome for anybody who's never been the best, never been the worst. Always just kind of vibed. You're going to love it. Yes. Chicago Diet Punk's Guardrail are back with a new single. Make sure you hit it up. Hell yeah. Uh, new song from Earth Grounds. Should be pretty cool. Cool. Uh, new song from Demon King. This is an up and coming deathcore band on the Artisan Era. Um, should be awesome. Uh, Thousand Below's James DeBerg has a new single out and a new album coming out next week that he just announced. So I'm very excited to hear this. I think he's a super talented vocalist. Okay. Um, and songwriter, right? Yeah. Uh, Veil of Maya, new song. Second one off of the hopefully upcoming record. Hopefully we get that sooner rather than later, right? Should be an announcement, I assume. Yes. Yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully. Uh, new song from Attack Attack. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we will see. Uh, yes, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't I don't have much else to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> new song from The Funeral Portrait. We'll see how that goes. Uh, band name I okay. haven't heard of in a little while. Maybe they've been active and I've just missed it, but hopefully pretty good. Uh, new song from a Michigan band of Virtue. I know that they're kind of popping off right now with their kind of like... Uh, Alternative metalcore, you know, like octane metalcore, like that kind of sound, but it's pretty good. They've got some good songwriting. I think they're fun. They're great guys. Okay. Uh, Let's make sure you check that out. Uh, New song from Suicide Silence. And I think that I'm turning into a Suicide Silence fan again. Good. 
Not to say I ever left. I still always loved the Mitch albums and things like that. But I think that the band is playing more into their strength with these newer songs. They're going less to try and like recreate the old school deathcore. And I think that they're just going to a more traditional kind of like death metal with a breakdown here or there. And I think it is really working for them. Awesome. Good for them. That's really great to hear. Uh, New song from the Get Up Kids. Oh, yeah. Wow. Supposedly. Interesting. That's what I'm hearing. Interesting. Yeah. It's been, I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. We'll see how it is. But that's, yeah, we'll have, I mean, it could go a lot of different directions that the band has done a lot of things. So we'll see. For sure. Uh, new song from Scowl. These are an up and coming hardcore band. I think you'll really like them personally, Shane. Um, they're just fun. Great. I will listen. Um, new song from The Plot and Neo. It's a banger. A little bit slower than Divide, but you know. Well, they all are. They all are bangers. Uh, and yeah, that tour we talked about earlier too. Make sure you get your tickets for that. Sure. Uh, new song from Flogging Molly. That's just fun. Yeah, they have a good time. They have a good time. I, uh, yeah, they've been at it a long time. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, new song from Brand of Sacrifice. And they've announced an EP, four song EP, coming out in a couple weeks to a month here. Okay. Should be awesome. Song's awesome. I love Brian of Sacrifice. I don't think they can miss. I'm really excited to see them in a week. They don't miss. They straight up don't miss. Um, yeah, like they're just they're just such a good band. Yep. Uh, another heavy band, Carcosa, with a new single. It's another ass beater. I think these guys are super talented. They're writing some really cool uh, hardcore influenced deathcore, and it's just a fun time. Nice. Okay. Uh, second single off the upcoming Can't Swim record. I think it's November 9th in Ohio or something like that is the song name. Let's see how it goes. Cool. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing some great things too. I mean, oh, yeah. I love their change. I love their different styles mm-hmm. that they do. They just, they, you know, you never really know what they're going to do next, which is exciting. Yep. Uh, we got a new song today from Trash Boat. So that's fun. It's cool. pretty good. Yeah. They're about, they're about time for a new song. It's mm-hmm. yeah. It's been a little while. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Yep. Um, I'd say it's a little bit more in line with the last record than I was expecting. Uh, Trash Boat, a band that always kind of changes their sound up quite a bit on the records. Um, right. So it's interesting. I'm wondering if they think they've found their sound and if this is going to be uh, just kind of the next little baby step more than big leap. Well, the last record was definitely uh, different. Yeah. Uh, uh, for sure. So. Yeah, I mean, that's sometimes how it kind of happens, you know? They'll mm-hmm. maybe they did feel like they unlocked something with the last one. For sure. Uh, new single from Rivals. You know how much I love them. I do. You love them. It's great. I love them. We love them. Uh, new single from Half Hearted, a band that I haven't heard from in a little bit. And I'm really excited to hear uh, new music from. I think that they're awesome. They're writing kind of pop punk, pop rock. Uh, it's kind of a little nostalgic flair. I don't know. It's just dancey. It's good. Cool. We like that. Uh, new single from Eminence. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if this is off like a deluxe edition of Heaven and Hiding or if this is for like a new album. I'm hoping a new album or EP or something. Uh, but Eminence rocks. I think they're one of the coolest uh, like core bands out there right now. Right? Totally. It's violin core. It's cool. Totally, man. Uh, and then the big one. The last one. The big one. Uh, new Linkin Park song tomorrow. Yeah. From the Meteora era. Chester's vocals on it. It's called Lost. I haven't heard it. I'm really, really keen 
Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what's the story behind this? Like, uh, um, was this a lost recording? Was this a B-side? So oh. I think like B-side or something like that. They're releasing Meteora 20th edition. Okay. And it's got like a live CD and like a B-side CP or CD and stuff like that. I don't really know exactly how it's laid out. Um, but it's going to be interesting, man. Like, I haven't heard Chester's voice on something new, at least in like this capacity where it was like a B-side and not like... Oh, we had some of Chester's vocals and we kind of wrote music around what he had, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I hope it's I hope it's a banger. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess you never know like the what what the story is behind it, why this song never saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. Was it a song they didn't feel fit with the record? Is it gonna be different? Yeah. Uh do they did they just think it wasn't good enough? Mm-hmm. Uh was it not finished? You know, who knows, right? Um, so we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things that kind of brings up questions too, right? Um, we never, Did we ever really get an announcement that like Linkin Park was done? I don't think we did. Like, I feel like they pretty much implied that they were not they were not interested in going on without Chester. Um, yeah, being the voice of the band, and he is a pretty difficult mm-hmm. person to just replace. But you know, well, what if they just don't replace? Right? I mean, what do you mean, like, like? What do you, how, how does that work? Like pull a wee car, just have somebody else do the vocals within the band, right? Maybe. I mean, uh, they, Mike Shinoda, obviously he's, you know, uh, doing solo work, a, a great talent on his own, but I don't know if yeah. anybody can pull off what Chester does, but Hey, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll start with the single and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll see if anywhere. I mean, it's just one of, and if not, if it's just a celebration of the band's uh, work from an era where that is, yep, for sure, obviously very integral to very influential. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, I just think it doesn't ex- have to be more than that. I think it's exciting times for all. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, but that'll do it for me as far as everything that I've got. I don't think that there's. I love it. Any news since then? I love it. There's so much to listen to this weekend, guys, and um, tune in next week to hear our thoughts on everything from distant to uh, Pierce the Veil. To because yeah. we'll be t- we'll be listening to those records, and oh yeah, we'll have a lot to say. So make sure you don't miss next week. It's going to be uh, going to be a real even bigger than this week, maybe. I wouldn't go that far next week. Well, at least in terms of content that we're providing. Yes, I say it's bigger. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. We always do. <laughs> we sure will. Thank you for the list, Mike. And thanks everybody for listening. And uh, make sure you check out that new guardrail record and you give OYEREX.com some love. New guardrail record? You mean single? Single. It's a, you know, sometimes people say record when they mean single. It's a yes. thing. It's actually, people say that in Chicago, which is a weird thing. So maybe I'm just being like super Chicago about it. Yeah, maybe you are, but I don't know. Maybe I am. You know, here I am. Just, you know, when the, you know, like the fucking, expectations for the people. You know, like with the Grammys, when it's like, oh, record of the year, and it's like, but it's a single. Yeah, yeah a record. Okay, record of the year. All right, whatever. That's. I'm just going. <laughs> Grammys. Oh, you mean recording man. of the year? <laughs> single. I don't know. Single of the year. The isolated vocals from such and such song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we'll leave it at that. Thanks again, Mike. Of course, bud. You have a great week. And as always, follow me at Slap Slam for the full list. Get it on. Bye. Bye.